is Nick, Mad Dog McGraw, the Angry Gordon coming in on the speaker, and your host, William. Just kidding. We're the host. Thanks for checking out Non-Judge Metal. Be sure to check out the Facebook and Instagram. And be sure again to check out the Star City Punk Cast, also on Facebook and Instagram. We gotta know. We've been dying all week to know. Where do you judge metal against? I really do wish I started that last week. I would have loved to shit off that arch enemy. Arch enemy? Uh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, I don't know, guys. <laughs> I really give it a good solid chance this week. Uh, I wanted to post a song to show Dick. Be like, oh, arch enemy doesn't suck. But, uh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Oh. So you agree? He agrees. It was like trying to argue 100%. with him that religious religions uh, aren't a cult, but uh, we found out it's a numbers game. It is all a numbers game. In fact, so yeah, I think it's the lyrics. I don't necessarily think it's anything other than the lyrics. Mm. Now, are we talking all arc enemy? Are we talking new arc enemy or old arc enemy? When you say the lyrics, are you talking about the vocals, or are you talking about actually what the words are in the uh, song? Violence albums are absolutely stellar. 
Man, for the era they came out, metal mentions, yeah, they definitely if you if you if you like that new metal era, but you want something a little different, man, Nothing Face definitely had a had a unique sound to them. I would definitely give it a check out, Metal Homework style. Man, so it's been. I started shitting on Vinnie Paul, saying, "Oh, maybe it's Vinnie Paul. He's just sucking at drums." No way. What kind of asshole says that? I gotta, I gotta bring this up since you said that. You actually got to meet Vinnie Paul, right? Pantera's drummer, one of our, one of our uh, favorite uh, legends. I almost don't want to talk about it, guys. I feel like we did talk about this in an earlier episode. I think we might have, but like, it's just like every time you tell me about it, it's 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 unbelievable to me. So, but. We won't dwell on that, like, the whole the whole hell yeah thing. So you think Vinnie Paul is actually not performing up to par with them, is what you're saying? No, I think Vinnie Paul's doing great. I, I think Vinnie Paul's just getting older. Oh, okay. And he just wants to rock out. And I think that's the same thing as old Tom Maxwell. Okay. And I think, uh, was it Chad Gray, is it, the singer? I think uh, his voice is still incredible. But as soon as you start learning the lyrics, you're like, oh, right, I I don't like the way Hell Yeah sounds. I'm going to be honest. like It's radio material, you know? I'll give it that, man, but even with that, I don't think it's very good radio material. I've tried every album. It's like if Leonard Skinner decided to go metal. Kind of, and I'm just... That's a really good analogy. And I'm not... And I I don't know. I just just don't think... it, it, It doesn't click with me. Obviously, they're doing okay. I you know, like they just need to find I their free like birds. So bad. Yeah. I want. Yeah, me too. I want. I want to just get in there and go. I should like this for all intents, but I, I you know, just something stops me from. I don't know if it's a super group. Yeah, they've got Vinnie Paul and they've got a bunch of other musicians from different bands. But first of all, Nothing Face is only known to the metal scene, and Mudvayne didn't have that much radio play back in the day. Was it falling down? Only 50 was the only thing they did. Not falling. Not falling. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Not falling. Yeah, that was that was uh, like the first time they really got kind of a, a, a push. That was a big song for them. Well, yeah, it came onto a movie soundtrack. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we, uh, it sounds like we all agree on this one pretty much like here. And I'm not going to say, you know, take our credibility to heart. But I, when it comes down to it, man, I just got to give hell yeah, just kind of a. A neutral fart, a whisper. Like it's just not bad, but it's uh, to me it's not good. You definitely probably catch them on tour with like all the remains or something. Yeah, easily. And uh, it, you know, and if you go see them, I would I would go see them for who they are, and I'm sure they probably put on a, a decent show. But right. I mean, anger, you could tell me they put on a decent stage show. Yeah, I will say that, but it wasn't very much energy. Like I said, you could tell they're older. Uh, Tom Maxwell does his thing. He just rocks out, you know, he just always kind of stood on stage, you know, just jammed out, but, uh, I don't know, I just, I don't feel it there. I, you know, I 100% agree with you on that, because even though I haven't seen them, like, check this, and you can relate to this, man, um, it's a band we really haven't got to talk about much on the show, but it's one that I've seen three times, man, and every time they have been one of the most excellent performances I've ever seen. And no matter the age, 12 years ago when I seen them or last year, they're always just top-notch, man. And that's Seven Dust. Yeah. Like, I knew you were going to say this. Dude, I mean, they, they get up there and just jam the fuck out. And just they look like they're having such yeah. a good time doing it that it, it's so enjoyable. Like, definitely a, a group that if comes near, catch them. Like, do yourself a favor 
Even if you're not like, oh, I'm not the world's biggest Seven Dust fan, spend 20 bucks, man, and enjoy an evening. It's a blast. It will be. That Time Travelers and Bonfires album, mm-hmm. it was different sounding. That it almost sounded like you're supposed to play it, like at a campfire of sorts. That Probably, dude. Go back and listen to their records. Crazy. It's solid stuff. Right. The, do the guys don't write bad songs. They redid a couple of them, though, and, like, when they redid them, like, I don't know which is better. Like, they're both solid songs and shit, and it's just, it's different lights. For the that acoustic cover of Black, is, it rocks, right. man. That's a great track. I mean, Lejean's got the voice to be able to do you any know, type of clean. He's doing solo on. stuff now. I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, it yet. just came out uh, this week. He has a song called Love. I'm uh, a little surprised it's taken him this long. Oh, um, man. Dude's a singer. He's, he's definitely a fucking talent, and that's not to take away from anybody else in Seven Dust. No. But when you're in a band like that, it's going to limit your vocals to what you can and what you can't do. You know, so when, when, when you're sitting there and... You're you're playing with the same band, like you can try to kind of change that sound up a little bit. But if you go solo, you can do whatever you want. They're listening to your voice. You can back up to any genre of music, you know, and make a song. I didn't think of it. But if another band does that, you're gonna lose the fan base. You start changing your sound up too much. Absolutely. So before we got to cut angry here, there was another band that you were kind of shitting on a little bit, Judge Metal, this week, and this one might come with a little bit of a shocker. I feel like there's a lot of people that lie and actually say they like these guys. Who that is, I uh, Slayer. Fuck this, dude. Cut the phone off, dude. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? Hang up. Real quick, what is it about Slayer you don't like? To me, all they have is intros. All they have is intros? The first 30 seconds of a song, and then I just over it. I, there's not one Slayer song that I can honestly say I want to. So, so, uh, so I would say you're probably not a fan of the vocals, seeing as how 30 seconds after the intro is done, the vocals are pretty much starting to kick in. And I would no, say, I will, it's not the vocals. It is not the vocals. It's just. Do you do you not like the speedy thrash sound they put out? Not at all, man. I just have you man. have you checked out some of the stuff they put out now, man? Like I I, I don't know. It's 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 different compared to their old stuff, but it's still good, man. Like. But I like the uh, like songs like Seasons in the Abyss, too. Like, those six minutes kind of slow jam-outs, man, where, like, it's just fucking metal. Have you ever heard the title track from Seasons in the Abyss? Most likely. I've given about everything Slayer a chance. Do, do me a favor. Listen to that one song and tell me if you appreciate that song, and then I will truly understand why you don't like Slayer. I mean, here's here's the thing. Have I ever actually gone out of my way to get a Slayer album? No. But, can I appreciate what Slayer did for the metal scene and what they were when they first come out? Yeah, I can totally appreciate that. You gotta understand, a band that's not gonna change its sound, you know, that's gonna, you know, they, they might evolve a little bit, but they're, they're gonna stick to their roots, you know, and, and keep putting out the same type of metal. If they've been making metal since the 70s, like I, you know, you gotta understand. You know, I'm not a huge fan of like older classical and neoclassical stuff like that. Not a huge fan of that. And you know, like the old British heavy metal, like uh, Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath, and stuff. It's it's not my cup of tea. But I can appreciate definitely what they did because for their time, that was the heavy shit. They were the ones pushing the boundaries and in a way paving a road for us to get what we have now today. And it's fucking excellent. But I mean, like, 
this is part of the non-judgmental judgmental thing is that like ultimately we're trying to be non-judgmental so we can find things that we don't like but sometimes man you gotta admit when something just doesn't click with you True. like and that's the I whole point of a it. lot of people say they like Flair just on the damn that's angry take on it people are faking really Slayer think, fandom there's more people out there that don't like Slayer that just don't want to fucking admit it do you think that I'm a fake Slayer uh, fan I don't think you're a Slayer fan these are almost fighting words right there, man. I, I, now, I've never said I'm Slayer's biggest fan, dude, but I've definitely bought albums within the first week of release, listened to them uh, uh, hours on end, and I've definitely went and caught the guys live, man, and I followed their career. I like some Slayer. Now, I'm not going to say I'm a huge Slayer thrash metal guy. I'm not. You guys know I'm the groove dude. And it's going to be kind of hard to compare his uh, Pantera fandom ship to uh yeah, uh, because I eat, breathe, and fucking shit, Pantera. It's the best shit well, on the, the planet. Thing. Fight me on it. I've known you for, known you for 30 years, and I have never, not one time, got in the car with you or went over your house, and you've been like, oh, check out this Slayer song. Yeah, but you're also a weed head, so it's capable that you also may be forgot. Or maybe he might not have thought you would have liked it. Yeah, which, I mean. Which turns out. Is true. So we're going to leave it up to any of the listeners who uh, happen to know me personally, because I know we got some of you guys out there. I'm just saying, if if you just baked a fresh chocolate cake and you know yeah. your best friend fucking hates chocolate cake, are you going to invite him over to the house and be like, dude, check out this chocolate cake? Let's see this. You guys have heard me talk and you know who I am. So do you guys think I'm a Slayer fan or am I faking it? Is angry right here? I mean, I, I want to know. I want to know what people think. I, I, you know what? We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out if I'm lying, because I, I dig some Slayer. That's I don't my know. Maybe on. maybe we can maybe we can get some comments, some questions, maybe test your your Slayer fandomship. Yeah, I mean, I'd like I to might see. Be it. The first person to actually say it. Yeah, I mean, now, you you're call, you're saying something pretty tough there. That that'd be fighting words. Slayer with Pantera, where they joined each other on stage. So, what? I want you to repeat that again. Now, did 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 Terry Kane play with Dimebag? Yeah, I saw that live. I just came with it. Way above. I'm sorry, man. Like, you're not gonna tell me drunk and angry at a festival. And I understand why you're angry. We've talked about this, and I agree why you're angry. You had every right to be. Now, this angry Gordon right here, he has every right to be angry about the situation in which he saw Slayer in. But you gotta admit, it better, it, I'm sure it did. But you gotta admit right here, right now, if you could have saw Slayer drunk and angry at that show, or you could have saw them with Pantera joining each other, each other on stage, which would you have picked? That even a question? Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's not rhetorical because you already know the answer. All right. So that being said, like I'm gonna say that I'm a Slayer fan. You say I'm not. My challenge to you is prove it. You got till Kill Whitney dead to prove it. I don't know too many people that got Slayer albums. I got some Slayer albums. Regardless, like, 
I don't know. That's a pretty good one, man. I can see. I can see why you feel the way you do about a band like that. Like that. Like there's certain big metal bands that just didn't don't click. I personally have never been a huge Anthrax fan. Just yeah. never been a huge Anthrax. Uh, fan. Anthrax is definitely an acquired taste. Like I'm sorry, like that is that is. But straight I, I know thrash. a lot of old school metalers that absolutely love them, man. Bubbers. No, I mean, Bubbers love some Anthrax, and I, I can't blame them for it, man. I got the big four I'm not, on Blu-ray. I'm not talking shit about Anthrax, show. and I'm not talking shit about Anthrax's following. I'm just saying, like, that's a whole different type yeah, of metal. Dude. That's borderline punk. I think Scott Ian's cool as shit, man. I fucking do. He wrote he fucking wrote Lobo comics, so that's fucking boosting my books because McGruff is a goddamn Lobo fan. Didn't Leo shit on Metallica last week? He did shit on Metallica, and I respect him for it, as I respect your Slayer shit. I I did not. You heard you heard I shit on Metallica. Did you hear how I shit on Metallica? Yeah, he wants to talk about it. Did you Did you hear the specifics? Let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and tell you. Sorry, I, I got a range for a second. So let me go ahead and tell you. I don't think this man's going to disagree with you. No, I mean I, I'm not even worried about a disagreement. I'm I'm just wondering if he heard specifically how I shit on him. Because I didn't just go... I to the show. Do, do what? Angry listen to the show. I, okay. I listen to the show every week. Okay. I hear myself talk. I'm just, I'm I'm just making sure. So, so you know that I'm not just saying they suck, they're full of shit, they're non-metal. I just... Yeah. I feel like they could do better. I agree. I think... Uh, They've been doing it long enough. Kind of like, like I said about Hell Yeah. <coughs> I totally agree with that. I think... Yeah, man. Don't just write Master of Puppets and never write another Master of Puppets again. Dude, exactly. They were pulling my strings. Yeah, they just... I don't know what happened to them. They wrote the Load album. That happened. Yeah, man, people shit on Load, and I'm not a huge fan of it. I love just King just... Nothing. Dude, I fucking love King Nothing. Dude, I love King Nothing, and I love Hero for the Day. And I, dude, honestly, I think it's a good rock record. I, as far as like the Metallica stuff, yeah, obviously I like the older stuff, and I like the uh, I like the newer stuff, man. I think the last two albums they put out have been uh, quality. I think they've been quality music, man. Like, like if you go back and listen to the Load and Reload era, and you don't like that, which a lot of people don't, it's it's you know it's obviously a hot topic between a lot of metal fans. But when it comes down to it. People always tell me, they say, I don't like the new stuff, man. I just, ever since then, I'm like, well, look, man, I don't think, and this is my opinion, and I don't want to interrupt them too long, but in my opinion, I think that these new albums have been a great compromise for an older band that says, all right, you fans want what we put out, but we're getting older, and we want to write the music that we want to write, and we think that with our careers, we've earned that respect, and that right, because bands do evolve. We always talk about it. They get better. Even I'm saying everybody's got there in this river. That's all I'm saying. Every, dude, everybody's got that moment, and uh, you I can think write that the more last... emotional songs that fit to you, even though it's nothing like what you've ever done. Have you heard the new uh, Leo specifically? Before you guys get back into your Metallica debate, have you heard the newest Metallica record, the double uh, album um, Hardwired? Uh, that saying when Death Magnetic came out, I think it was a great compromise. I think it was the music Metallica wanted to write. Saint with... Anger is Metallica's break the cycle. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Their new music sounds like they're sponsored by Dodge Trucks. They're sponsored by what? Dodge Trucks. Dodge Trucks. Dodge Trucks. That's Angry Gordon's stance on Metallica, ladies and gentlemen. Their new music, Metallica, sponsored by Dodge Trucks. Drive a Dodge. Yeah. Like you just did like a, a commercial starts with like a truck. A, a truck just... Like Mike Rowe. 
endorsing Ford trucks. You see a truck coming over uh, a hilly knoll, man, and just tearing up the mud, bogging through, and there's dirt and mud and chunks slinging all over the place as the tires tear through the terrain, and all you hear is the new Metallica song. And it's just some guy hanging out of it, and he's just like, everybody likes Dodge trucks, even metalers like me. Metallica's the kind of guys to ask you to take down your rebel flag. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> and you don't I'm make... I'm not for the rebel flag. I'm not the kind of person oh, to fly yeah. it or nothing. But I'm not going to ask, like, I'm tr- triggered. Oh, yeah. No, you, so you're saying you're not a triggered individual. You don't support that kind of shit, but you're saying, like, they're the kind of guys that are like, hey, can you can you please stop with that? So you're saying Metallica's the elitist SJW of the metal world? Lars Oh my god. Alright, well. When I when they came out as a kid, yeah, man. I mean, you guys grew up with me. You know I've been into metal all my life. Angry can tell you, dude. At 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 five years old, man, was I not sitting on the porch listening to Injustice for All with you? Remember my boom? <laughs> Do you remember my boombox at the apartments we would jam out Metallica and stuff on? You remember that? And Pantera? I do, but here's the thing. Don't leave out Chris Cross. <laughs> no, no, dude. We definitely had the Criss Cross playing. You know, Mac Dad will make you jump, jump. Well, you know, of course, because you get a boombox and, you know, your grandparents and parents are all buying you tapes. But the two albums I remember that were in there a lot were Injustice for All and... Uh, it was Megadeth. It was one of the Megadeths. And we didn't really like that one, but it still was metal, so we gave we, we, we let it play. Dude, we would run around the apartment complex, me and Angry Gordon, firing off water guns and water balloons, man. And in the background, listening to fucking, you know, uh, straight up, just hardcore goddamn Metallica as a kid. Like, you know, this is 1989-90, so, you know, it's it's crazy. Like, good times. This is the guy that can that can tell you James McGruff and the Angry Gordon have been metal lifers. So angry, there was something you wanted to uh, bring up to me. Uh, you uh, mentioned earlier about last week. The Metal Hammer list, the top 20 of the crappy, I mean, greatest metal songs of the, uh, of the 90s? You mean that Rock Mallet list? <laughs> oh, man, I'm hearing farts. It's more like a, it's more like a rubber mallet. Ain't no Metal Hammer. All right, I know you gotta go, because Hurricane Irma's bearing down on you, man, and once again, our thoughts are out with everybody out in that, and just please be safe. Hey, just remember, if you're going through a hurricane, don't forget to bring a towel. Might be a little insensitive, I'm going to be honest. Our thoughts are seriously with you. Just maybe not Leah's. I'm just just trying to say, don't forget the weed. Okay? That's all I'm trying to say. Ten times worse. (laughs) Ten times worse! All right, angry, your metal hammer list. I wanted to ask everybody's opinion on that. uh, And not just you guys, uh, everybody's opinion on that. uh, We all agree that metal hammer had a shitlet. They had three Panteras, but they gave the top spot to Slipknot. So and, and and plus they had Nirvana and Pearl Jam on there. And I'm just gonna say it against all odds. I disagree. Not I metal. Just a fucking okay, green. I'm gonna give them their number one. Whoa. Maybe not that song. I'm not gonna give them that song. But I'm gonna go ahead and give 
years we've been hurting. So you don't agree with the song, but you think Slipknot should take number one? I do. I definitely, I, not so much now, but I think for their time, nice. how strong they came out, I think they deserve every bit of it. Making me sad in my heart. Now, I'm not going to say that they're better than Pantera. You know, we all know how I mean you feel about the Pantera. But we are Pantera biased. I think if we're talking about this Metal Hammer list was talking about the 90s, and I think that uh, I think that Slipknot ended really strong. Ended the 90s really strong. Yeah. I will. I will give him props on one thing. Joey Jordanson at that time I'm not going to say he was but to me at that time was just the fastest drummer I've ever fucking heard hmm. fucking awesome man everybody loved that album not everybody loved you know Pantera's reinvention of the steel or hey you know, hey hey like the, even with the gimmick behind it and the mask and the numbers and all the weird shit that they were doing and like you know the off off rhythm songs and how different like you know I mean you'd have a song on the album that was two minutes and thrashy and then you'd have like a really drawn slow drawn out kind of you know almost industrial sounding song at times like they really really kind of spiced it up with their first record right. I got to give them credit where credit's due he's absolutely right I just don't think surfacing deserve that song. Honestly, if I had to pick a song that deserved yeah. above that one, I would say Spit It Out, definitely, or Wait and Bleed would believe that. And I don't like really like the Wait and Bleed. I was like, oh, that's definitely a single. But I think Spit It Out would have been more popular. It's definitely heavy shit. I think Spit It Out would be the song I think that would really, to me, that would be their hit off that record that would be more influential than Surfacing. That's my opinion. If I had to go, if someone was like, oh, no, Slipknot's getting number one, what song would you pick off the first record? I'd have to go, well, I'm going to say Spit It Out. You know, because that's the one that really, like, I, I just don't, you know, I remember Surfacing being good to a lot of folk for its shock value, for its chorus, that whole fuck the world, fuck it all shit. Right. Just the overly intense vulgarity of it. Like, And as I'm older, I'm I'm like looking at that like, okay, I can get the, the angst behind it, but I don't I don't feel that way anymore. So maybe I'm biased. You know, I mean, I won't, I won't deny that, but, I'll give him credit. Yeah, he's right. I think Slipknot definitely maybe be in that reign, but I just don't think the song like. When I saw them in in 2001, and they were still touring for that first record, the Iowa hadn't came out yet. It was like two months away from being released. They played a couple songs off it, but it was mostly first record stuff. That was one of the most intense shows I'd ever seen. Dude, when we when me and Angry Angry, do you remember this? When we when we watched Lamb of God open for Slipknot, they were touring for uh, they were getting ready to tour for Ashes of the Wake. Ashes uh, of the Wake. So to slip, the, uh, I think Volume Three. Yeah, you've got something to die for, album. Yeah. What is that one? Yeah, Ashes of the Way. Vo- volume 3 <coughs> actually hadn't came out yet. They were still was, touring uh, for Iowa and Volume 3 was coming. Yeah, dude. They played Amerta and Vigil and all that shit live when we seen them. Like, they actually... Do you remember when we seen them? When we saw Lamb of God the first time, they had the backdrop for As the Palaces Burn. And then when they got to the uh, Ashes of the Wake shit halfway through the show, they dropped that backdrop and had the new album shit there and they started playing that. You, do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, because we had never heard them, really. We had never heard them, and I looked at him right when they started playing, and I was like, dude, did Satan just show up? Like, we were fucking just, like, tripped out as as young men. So excited. That was the show. 
so excited. It made me no longer like Slipknot. It wasn't that they made a bad performance. It's just that Lamb of God was so fucking good about Slipknot. Me and Angry stopped at the fucking mall right outside the arena the next day before we left and picked up that goddamn Lamb of God out. And that that's what was listened to all the way back. What not a single Slipknot track listened to at all. We were like, oh yeah, we're gonna go buy a couple of these records. Like, oh dude, we went and we went and picked that fucking album up, man. That As the Palace is Burned and just jammed it out. I love As the Palace is Burned, man. I think As the Palace is Burned. It's a different sound, man. They had a, they had a whole new uh, the, the same producer that did Ashes of the Wake came back for one more record when they did Sacrament, which is why those two albums have a, a much more like Ashes of the Wake had a really good sound. Even though that guy hated working with the band because they they beefed a whole lot, yeah, but uh, you know he came back for Sacrament and he did. Then they got that similar sound, but Wrath it was a it was a different person. Same thing as as the palace is burned. It was a different person uh, still, producing them. Still cool as now, shit. The guy that did Sacrament Ash of the Wake, he really loved emphasizing the deep gutturals on Randy's voice, though. Like, oh he yeah, just always brought it out. Yeah, that Sacrament hey. killer. But let, let's not uh, interrupt Angry too long, man. He's got to get ready to go. So. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and cut you off so I can, uh, I don't know, I guess it's something to evacuate. Yeah, he's got to evacuate for Hurricane Irma. Hurricane Irma. Uh, Take the Well, man, Irma. we here, and I'm sure all the listeners absolutely hope that you guys get through and that you're absolutely safe. Um, you know, thoughts out to everybody down there, all jokes aside. So, man, definitely, um... Uh, Give us a shout, post on the page, let everybody know that you got where you needed to go. And uh, we hope that, man, you have a metal trip. Absolutely. Don't be that guy standing by the, the, the glass window with your cell phone recording all the footage. Yeah, please. Be that be that guy hanging out in the basement smoking a joint. Alright, well, man, stay safe, man, you and the old lady, and, uh, you know... All our respect and care, man. Take care, all right? Absolutely. Later, man. James McGruff, Test, and Non-Judgmental Whatnot. Nick and such. Mm-hmm. Cash and Whatnot? Mm-hmm. What's that video at? Yo. All right, welcome back to Non-Judgmental Podcast, and we got uh, Nick... And Leo here, and we're joined by uh, Senior De Niro, Cash here, came in to uh, say what's up, man. What's up? What's up, man? All right. If you're on Facebook checking us out, just want to point out to you also, man, go ahead and type in uh, for the Star City Punkcast, man. It's another podcast on uh, punk music right here in our local area. It's hosted by friends of mine, Tara and Savannah. And uh, they recently had their seventh episode where they had an interview with uh, Jesse Michaels of Operation Ivy, man. That's pretty big. That's pretty, pretty pretty big guy in the punk ska scene, so that's pretty cool, man. Cool. And uh, definitely a cool show. I would definitely encourage you to check that out, man, if that's your thing. So. Definitely will do that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, But, uh, Nick, you had uh, something that you shared this week to us that was uh, kind of Right, kind of off-putting when I read it at I first, know, man. And obviously, I, I like, want to hear about it here. There was just so many things on the list that, like, like there are bigger warning signs other than heavy metal. Like one of the warning signs also is like if your kid changes their appearance. It's like, all right, well if they if they change their appearance to look like Adolf Hitler, I guess that might be something. But if they just grow their hair out, 
Yeah. Does that mean they're, they're turning into a neo-Nazi? It's like, all right. And to be specific about this, this this was a report from the Calgary police, man. I don't know if you got to see this, um, Cash. No, I, I know didn't. Leo did. But Calgary, Calgary police were released a thing out saying, you know, signs of a neo-Nazi if your, your child was kind of getting into that area. And one of them was listening to heavy music. This is the post right here. I'm going to go ahead and give Cash Ben the, the tablet to see what exactly the list is because I don't think he's familiar with it. It sounds like just say no. I mean, in, in, in a way, but, but it's like... they against heavy metal for pretty much no reason because, like... And, I, and it looked like a local paper in Calgary called them out, like a news out the correlation between them. They're just like, no, 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 you know, it's not saying that definite is, but right. it's a sign of it. And I just thought that that was kind of an odd thing to throw in there. Like, maybe, you know, I mean, there's a... You can almost slap a statistic on anything. Right. You know, and, and, and make an argument for it almost. But I just kind of felt that that was a weird thing to focus on in that, man. And I don't think that heavy music definitely breeds hate. Seems like with the tour going through now, double homicide tour with Thy Artist Murder and Decapitated and Ghost Bath and shit, and then you get like a report about the kidnapping and such. It's just kind of crazy because. Yeah, you know, I, I seen that. There's a report that the band Decapitated were arrested for kidnapping. From an incident back, I think you said, like Spoken you said, the eighth, and uh, it was on the thirty-first. They were arrested on the eighth in California. Yeah, and it's all alleged stuff right now, like you know, because there's no, they haven't got that far in right. this yet, but it's still pretty. That's still well, pretty miss crazy the news. Dates. They're held on a hundred thousand dollar bond yeah. right now. That's insane. Yeah, and yeah. Apparently, they go like, back to Washington in order to, to serve the trial and such, but yeah, they, yeah, they 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 w- would be willing to do that, but they kept them anyway, and uh, the lawyer release a statement saying that essentially like it's just alleged because the person voluntarily showed up there and then left on their own accord. Right. So like it's all just a big misunderstanding. Coming so. out the same week as the neo-Nazis. Hey, tell me that's not a little bit. I mean it's just crazy like right. you see like all that stuff in the news like so crazy stuff with metal. You just gotta get the negativity in metal like negativity in metal. Right. You don't want to see that man. But we don't want negativity. We want to know what Cashman's listening to. Yeah. We listen Cashman to. what's on your playlist right now? That's a choice. Kind of oh, metal here. We got a guest on. What are we talking? I mean, sometimes it's a lot of metal. Sometimes it's I've got a crazy mix, but uh, a lot of Lamb of God. Mm. Uh, I don't think anybody. Favorite Lamb of God that. album though, if you had to pick one, because it seems like they got mm. seven classics. But I, I mean, to... my go-to recently, I've actually been switching it up. I've I've been on uh, Sacrament and Ashes of the Wake. Um, and actually, as a palace is burned, I guess I kind of rotate those three. And then now, recently, I'm going back to, like, well, I'm going up to some of the newer stuff. Um, Wrath right is now. an excellent album. I, I could pull up a playlist right now that I was jamming out to for the past couple of days, actually. Um, oh, yeah? It goes from Stained, Hank 3, a lot of Hank 3 pops on. I mean, Gruff told me about Hank 3 the other day. Like, Hank I was 3, man, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was that? What was that? Go to hell. Straight to hell. Straight to hell. Uh, God damn, man. That's an amazing good album. album. Just a it. good record, man. You want to hear just some speed metal country? Well, and, and seeing just them, something else, man. Seeing them something play else. live, man, is is incredible because they'll do, you know, they'll they'll play a set, just amazing outlaw country, right. you know. Um, just really good stuff, man. And then, uh, man, he'll set his uh, acoustic down, 
and pick up his Gibson Les Paul black with a misfit skull on it, man. And they'll play they'll play another set of just metal. Um, and so it just same five guys, you know what I mean? <laughs> we'll play an amazing, amazing outlaw country set and go right into metal. That's right. fucking metal, right? And there. yeah, and they they put yeah, out Hank Three's definitely metal. Oh, they're they're amazing. Um, you pick it up, it's gonna be country, but he's fucking metal. They finally got, you know, they've got a song <laughs> called "The Grand Ole Opry." Ain't so grand anymore. Um, and it's just talking about basically Hank, you know, Hank Williams Senior has never been inducted, even though. Basically, you know, the, he's not a member, but they they keep him right outside their door, you know, to get the to get the scene and get the money for it, but not actually put him in there. So when they finally inducted him into the Hall of Fame, they asked Hank Three if he would come and play a set, you know, for the for the show, but he just couldn't play that song. And so, from what I understand, he agreed to that, whatever, and was like, yeah, sure, whatever, whatever. I don't know. Are you familiar with Avatar? I have one album. Right. Yeah, and it's excellent. Uh, it's let's good, just not man. argue about it. It's good. There's no, no debate. <laughs> we don't need to get judgmental. No, yeah. we do. Not on the Avatar. I was about to ask you. We're not, maybe not on Avatar, <laughs> but like, are you judgmental on some things that you just feel? Yeah. Everybody's like, just so bad. What the fuck that. is everybody's problem? Why are they like this? Because this, that, Yeah, what do you judgmental on, man? I do have I do have a couple bands that, uh, that I really dislike. Um... And a lot of people will just absolutely hate that, but whatever, man. Uh, Avenge Sevenfold. Okay. Oh, been there. All right, we're speaking your language. Oh, cannot stand of Dude, me, me neither. Before you get into it, me neither. This is what I'll tell you about the judgmental mission. This is why we do this. When I first started doing the non-judgmental mission, man, I couldn't stand them either. And then when I saw them live at that festival, I was like, they kind of sound good. Yeah. No, they sound. They kind of sound good. I gotta credit where credits due. I'm but uh, I, I, me neither. Me neither. Let's what just they, clearly what, say it. What it absolutely feels like to me is a pop band. Oh, it absolutely is a now. complete pop band. Massive pop talent in it too. That is, it has talented musicians. Massive. And they talented. are they are simply out Except there to that sell records. <laughs> I don't know. You guys got anything else, man? I'm pretty much good for the week because uh, the only thing I'm going to be anticipating this next week is make sure everybody's safe from Hurricane and right. new contortionist record. And, and check out that Waking Eyes. Waking Eyes. Waking man. Eyes, so man. Amazing. Look that up. I have not heard of that. So it's, that's one that's escaped me. It's a, a band called Devil Doll. I don't think I've heard it. Amazing. It's amazing. Love it. Anybody heard of Modern Day Babylon? I have not. Is this something you're no. recommending? No? No one? No, no. it's just a checkout. Definitely. Modern day Babylon. Share it to the page. Very gentle. Share it to the page. Instrumental. The Dapper Gentleman is suggesting you check it out. I've right. checked out a couple instrumentals that I've enjoyed recently, man. Uh, actually. That's not a message, you son of a bitch. You, you, yeah, you actually have to. Like, what did <laughs> <is this laughs> <message? What laughs> I just share to you? I just shared it to him. The phone is literally in front of his face. Right, no, I, how it works, how we get things out to people, is you actually have to share them digitally over right. the services, and then they show up there, and then they can leave comments and stuff. They can't record a podcast back to us to tell you what they think. Google Translate Nerd. <laughs> I think this has been non judgmental. <laughs> Thanks for checking out Non-Judge Metal. Be sure to check out the Facebook and Instagram. 
And be sure again to check out the Star City Punkcast also on Facebook and Instagram. Non-judgmental. Be sure to share us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. See you next time.